Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid This week's plot so far is by Neil Starkey. Being sold to a dirty old man and the loss of her brother has turned Rapunzel a bit murdery and a lot crazy. Mm -hmm. Many years after killing her husband, parents and pretty much everybody in Mother Holler, a witch-esque Rapunzel strikes a deal with tenants in her childhood home for their first-born daughter. Mm. When the child is born as a boy, Rapunzel doesn't take it well and kills the parents with her signature spider-tainted food trick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That famous food, wine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, in some ways, she's, she uses liquids, doesn't she? Because she used soup and wine. Yeah. So she is quite consistent. It's just liquids. Well, it's the age-old question, isn't it? Is soup a drink or is it a sandwich? Do, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do you drink soup or do you put cheese in it and yeah. cut the crusts off? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we'll never know. No, no, There's no, no way, way of answering. <laughs> okay. Rapunzel then cuts off the newborn's tongue, showing she doesn't understand how vocal cords work. Mm -hmm. And then she cuts off the child's meat and two veg, showing she doesn't understand how girls work. (laughs) Six years on, the child is playing and eating a spider whilst Rapunzel talks real estate with her lawyer. So you might remember last week the witch asked her lovely assistant Tartooth Grieg, right, oh, hello, my name's Tartooth, to get some new tenants for the empty Fable Cottage next door. It's empty because, of course, she <laughs> murdered the last uh, the last tenants and stole their baby and its penis. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> Separately for some reason, right? So in this next scene, Tartooth is bringing those new tenants to their lovely new home. Cut to exterior Fable Cottage day. A large cart pulls up outside. It is packed with furniture and several cages filled with clucking chickens. Tartooth sits up front with a beautiful blonde woman and a handsome blonde man. They dismount. The woman is excitable. (laughs) (laughs) The woman is excitable. Yeah, she is. (laughs) So, actress, um, the script says that the woman is excitable. Can you uh, do that? Can you do that? Yeah, you know it. Tartooth sits up front with a beautiful blonde woman and a handsome blonde man. They dismount. The woman is excitable. Ooh, zero, zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She holds the man's arm and strokes it. Then she gives it, it back and he, he sews it back on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no. I, I assume it's still attached. It doesn't say the man is bleeding to death or anything like that. Tartooth looks up at the study window of Century Chase and smiles. POV Tartooth. Within a window of the chase, we can see the witch watching. 
Jeez, Henry, it's beautiful, says the woman. Jeez, Henry, it's beautiful. It's a godsend, Elizabeth. A godsend. Flaming. <laughs> it's a flaming godsend. God sent it to us. Oh, I wrote to God earlier. I said, Here, God, can you send us a house? Yeah. <laughs> and he said, Yeah, sure, Henry. And he put it in the post in a big god sized box. Yeah. Are you sure about that, Henry? Yeah, I'm sure, okay. They kiss. That's how Australians kiss, isn't it? They're very uncouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They did it with their eyes open because I was watching out for, for like, snakes. <laughs> Cannon. <laughs> that is true. Mm. And anyone, any Australians who write and say that is definitely not true, you're wrong. Mm. <laughs> All right. How would you know if you've got your eyes open you, when you're kissing? If you, I mean, that's the paradox, isn't it? <laughs> if you've got your eyes closed, mm. then you don't know if the other person's got their eyes open and mm. you're just the only Australian who closes their eyes. Yeah. And if you've got your eyes open, then you're proving our point. Mm-hmm, 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 so mm-hmm. either way, it's true. Because you, you keep your eyes open because you look out of a snake yeah. coming and getting you. Oh, no, <laughs> flame flangling, snakes, me. <laughs> Right, so Henry and Elizabeth have moved in to Fable Cottage. That's a lovely place to live. Uh, never, nothing terrible ever happens there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good luck to them. Yeah. Meanwhile, next door to Fable Cottage in Century Chase, there's the witch. Oh. And you may remember that baby she kidnapped and mutilated mm. is now six years old. <gasps> and she's named him Catskin. For some reason. Yeah, I can tell you the reason why. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot the writer was here. Yeah, um, yeah. Why is the witch named the boy uh, cat skin? Well, it's obvious, isn't it? Because <laughs> she's got some skin off of her cat and she's put it on his head. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, if you, wait, if you can remember way back to episode one, uh, I said that a lot of the stuff, people and places in this were named after Grimm's Grim Brothers stories. Yes, the Seven Ravens and Mother yeah. Holly, you yes. mentioned, right? And okay. a cat skin is, in fact, a Grimm Brothers story. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Apparently. Have you read it? <laughs> I don't think so. Me I read neither. A, I read a bunch Me since we started recording this because I, w- I wasn't that familiar. But I've read a load of mm. um, Grim Brothers stories since we started this. But I don't think I got. I don't think I read Catskin. It's a great one. It's brilliant. It's all about this this boy <laughs> that gets his penis cut off for no apparent reason. <laughs> okay. Brilliant stuff. Right. Let's see what happens next, shall we? Mm-hmm. Cut to interior study century chase. Catskin sits with quill, ink, and paper at the desk. The witch stands over him. He has written an entire sentence which reads, Henry and Elizabeth moved into the cottage. Cut to interior fable cottage day. Henry is in the fireplace. There he is. He is on ah! fire. Flaming out. Flaming, literally flaming out. Oh, Elizabeth, why did you set me on fire? Henry is in the fireplace. He has his head up the chimney. <laughs> He's Santa. <laughs> he has his head up the chimney, clearing it out with a broom. Elizabeth moves an old rug and dust tumbles from it. Good heavens, I don't think anyone can have lived here for a hundred years. More like six. <laughs> yeah, Henry says, what? Never mind, you just clean the chimney so we can warm the place up. Hold on a flim-flangling second, I've just found a skeleton up this chimney. <laughs> she rolls up the rug and carries it outside. With her body in. 
exterior Fable Cottage. Elizabeth emerges from within and sets about banging the dust from the rug. Hmm. She stops to catch up. That sounds a... like a euphemism. <laughs> She's going to go outside and bang the dust from a rug. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it actually does for a change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, usually when you say, oh, that sounds like it does, it's like, he eats a sandwich. That sounds like a euphemism. Yeah, but on this occasion, you're right. But only because they're Australian. <laughs> it wouldn't in any other language. No. Because <laughs> going to bang the dust from a rug. <laughs> Or I'll come and join you. No, 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 literally. Oh, okay, then. I'm going to carry on cleaning my chimney. What? (laughs) No, 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 literally. Literally. So, she stops to catch her breath through all the dust. She happens to look over at the chase and notices that she is being watched from through a window. She places a hand to her brow and peers closer. She sees Catskin, who sits inside the window ledge watching her. She waves at him. He does not wave back, but merely stares. Elizabeth looks a little confused. Uh, oh, he's probably not got a penis, she concludes. <laughs> yeah, right. Interior study, century chase. Within, Catskin sits on the window ledge, looking. Exterior, fable cottage. Elizabeth watches the boy up in the window. She half-heartedly bats the rug a little more and then returns <laughs> inside the cottage. Interior, kitchen, fable cottage. She half-heartedly bats the rug. <laughs> oh, no, oh, I've lost the mood. <laughs> Thanks, kid. Okay. Interior, kitchen, fable cottage. Henry has his head out of the chimney... And is holding a brick. (laughs) (laughs) Got a brick. So? I don't don't know. Do you want to play with my brick? The fireplace is falling apart. Henry shows her the brick and a space in the fireplace where it has come to... It's falling apart, but one very clear brick at a time. It's not crumbling or anything. It's just, look, I I took a brick out of the fireplace. Falling apart took me an hour to (laughs) to get this thing out. Carefully chip out the cement around it and take the brick out. But look, I was able to do that. Uh, Anyway, he shows her the brick and a space in the fireplace where it has come dislodged from. Mm. Look, I've got a brick. Now, now, come over and look at the hole where look I've got my, the brick Look from. at my brick hole. <laughs> I would think I'd look quite like a divorce. <laughs> You're a really boring man. You're really dull. The fireplace is falling apart. He shows her the brick. He shoves it back in. There's a strange boy in the window of the chase. How do you know he's strange? <laughs> <laughs> he had a dog on his head. He had a dog on his head. No, I mean, basically, he just didn't wave at me. He's probably our landlady's boy. He's not liable to wave at the likes of us now, is he? Mm. It's just ill-mannered, if you ask me. Henry goes to his wife and slips his arm around her, pulling her body close to his own. Mm. Then we'll just have to make our own well-mannered child to wave at, won't we? (laughs) What? (laughs) That was a weird thing to say, Henry. I was just telling you about this weird kid who didn't wave at me and you think the solution (laughs) to me not being waved at once and being a little, just a tiny bit, I mean, it's not a big problem, Henry. It's just, I just wanted to tell you what happened to me. I mean, that's your solution to everything. Oh, let's make a Baby, then, shall we? That's what you... Oh, like, my bath was a little cold. Oh, well, why don't we make a baby to warm the bath up, then? That's not a solution, Henry. Mm-hmm. Oh, Henry, I made a bit too much food. Oh, maybe we could make a baby to finish the food. Yeah. 
you? <laughs> no, it's going to go off in nine months. Maybe we, you could make a baby that goes off in nine months. <laughs> and that's what they do, basically. Yeah. Oh, Henry, I've got nowhere to put my brick. <laughs> no, no, maybe I can make you a baby to put a brick on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Henry, let's get a dog. Or maybe we can make a baby and dress it as a dog. <laughs> oh, Henry, there's nothing for dinner. <laughs> oh, maybe we can make a baby and eat that. <laughs> Okay, so that happened. Mm. I mean, and it did. I mean, it did happen. She said, there's a weird kid next door. And he went, let's have sex. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's solve the problem of the weird kid by having sex. Yeah. But, that, no, what, but in, that, in this story, at that time, th- that kind of comment was perfectly normal. Mm. For you to say, oh, there's a weird kid next door. And your husband to go, all right, let's have a kid. <laughs> All right, let's make a baby. She smiles. He smiles. They kiss. A baby comes out. Yeah. <laughs> they wave at it. <laughs> it waves back. Everyone is happy. The end. Yeah. Cut to exterior. Fable Cottage. Night. Lights illuminate the interior. In the darkness outside, a shadow moves. A small figure. It is Catskin. Catskin goes to the bedroom window of the cottage and peers in. POV. Catskin. Bedroom. Elizabeth and Henry are making love. Mm. Elizabeth is sat atop of Henry facing the window. Interior bedroom. As they make love, Elizabeth has her eyes closed. So snakes are going to get her. (laughs) Oh, no. no, no, Because they're not in Australia now. And also, you didn't say people, Australians, fuck with their eyes open. You said they kiss with their eyes open. So canon, although they kiss with their eyes open, they fuck with their eyes closed. Because... I know, man. I mean, it seems dangerous. No, but that's what it is. I mean, like, kissing doesn't mean something big is going to come and get you if you fuck with your eyes closed. But no, that's the thing. They love a bit of danger. Sharks. Right? Australians (laughs) love a bit of danger. They're like... Oh, land shark. Let's fuck with our eyes closed. Oh, shark. Oh, sharks are going to use if you do that, lad. Fucking shark ate me while I was fucking. Mm. All right. But no, that I mean, people do like to add a bit of danger to sex, especially when they've been married for a while. Yeah, you know, right, these fair. guys might have been married for a couple of years. They're like, sex babies, has got yeah. boring. Yeah, sex has got boring. Mm. No babies to liven up the sex life. Mm. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Now, listen, Elizabeth, uh, to be honest, I'm finding sex a bit boring. Yeah, I'm finding sex a bit boring with you too. Mm. Well, I've got a solution for it, right? Let's fuck with our eyes closed. What about the sharks? That's what I'm thinking, <laughs> right? Like being attacked by a shark. <laughs> what are we fucking making a lot more exciting? Okay, it's gonna go. Rah, rah. Oh, fucking, fucking sharks. sharks everywhere. Oh, there's a kid watching as well. That's weird. Yeah. Right, so Henry and Elizabeth are in their bedroom having sex. Nice. Catskin is watching them through the window. Because what this script needs <laughs> is more paedophilia. That's what you've decided at this point. That's what we reverse need... paedophilia, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What is that called? Haven't I... <laughs> well, haven't had enough weird underage <laughs> sex scenes. What we need is another one. Let's have a voyeuristic six-year-old boy. Like, 12 wasn't young enough for mm. you. <laughs> yeah, but he's not getting involved. He's just he's just a spy for Rapunzel, aka Lady Valen, isn't he? Okay, yeah, that's, aka that's the true. witch, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, aka the mass murderer of Century Chase, yeah, yeah. that one, aka Spider Woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see what happens next. Elizabeth has her eyes closed. Yeah, she opens them to see a pair of eyes staring at her through the window. Ah, oh, yeah. She screams and covers herself up. Ooh. Do you want to do the scream? (laughs) Okay, thank you. Exterior, Fable Cottage. (laughs) Catskin moves quickly back into the bushes. Yeah. 
<laughs> POV Catskin, bedroom. Henry peers out of the window, but he cannot see Catskin. Henry well, is... It's probably just a shark, love. Nothing <laughs> to worry about. <laughs> yeah, no. It wasn't a shark. It was a, I know, it was a boy. I know what a shark. I know the difference between a shark and a boy. Sharks eat you. Boys look at you. It's worse. You know where you are with a shark. Inside, 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 inside the shark. Henry has stood on the bed, his manhood for all to see. Ooh. Henry is looking out of the window. His cock out. By standing on the bed with his massive wobbly cock just banging about the place, probably pissing. What Catskin sees confuses him. <laughs> <laughs> what Catskin sees confuses him because he has never seen a penis before because the witch cut his off. <laughs> Exterior Fable Cottage. Catskin runs away back towards the chase. Where's my penis? Where's my penis? Next scene. Interior. Study. Century chase. Night. The witch sits in her wicker chair waiting. Catskin suddenly enters. Report! Catskin goes and sits and begins to write. As he does so, the witch stands and hovers over his shoulder. <laughs> she's a witch. witch. I mean, she's a witch. She's That's on her broom. Not, I mean, yeah, that is something that witches can do. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's definitely doing that. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Calm down. I'm, I'm trying to write. If you give me a moment. Uh, he writes, Henry and Elizabeth were naked together. Mm. The witch smiles. Good. Then soon we shall have a sister, Catskin. Uh. Someone for you to play with. Cut to exterior, Fable Cottage, late afternoon. Again, Catskin is lingering about the windows. Lingering about Lingering them. about the windows. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Uh, you'd think you'd notice that, wouldn't you? Oh, is a kid lingering about the window? What do you What do you mean, lingering about the window? I How don't do you... know, it's just making well, sense. Kind of, he's just kind of glued himself to the sill. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, I'll go and get the solvent then. We'll get rid of him again. Oh, I'm afraid he's used pretty pretty tough glue this time. And he's nailed himself on. He's nailed himself to the window. How did he do that? That's weird. How do you nail yourself to something glass? Hmm. I don't know. I think he's magic. <laughs> Maybe he's Jesus. What? That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the sort of thing Jesus would do, isn't it? Oh, you sort of prove that he's Jesus, so he oh, we should nails yourself him. to a piece of glass. Let's nail before him. Yeah, okay. Let's nail before <laughs> him. Yeah. Are you sure? That's what I meant, right? <laughs> Maybe, because like, if you use all the nails on yourself before they can nail Jesus up, yeah. and Jesus doesn't get nailed, doesn't and he's all like, thanks, thanks for stopping me getting nailed, you can go to heaven. Mm. Interior Fable Cottage, Elizabeth seems to be in a world of her own. Really? So she's found a magic door. Brilliant. That's a brilliant. Yeah. What, what, Which what? world? Um, the one from Avatar. She's yeah. like the blue people there being boring. Yeah, yeah, gluing themselves into trees. <laughs> <laughs> no, plugging themselves into other animals. That's That's what yeah, plugging themselves not into glue, dragons. Not gluing themselves into trees. Some blue people are plugging themselves into dragons. <laughs> oh, bloody hell! <laughs> How did I get here? So uh, so she's in Avatar, humming and smiling to herself. The front door opens and Henry enters. She runs to him and they embrace. Well, what a loving relationship. How beautiful. Wait for it. Oh, Big news time, because <laughs> Elizabeth says, oh, I'm pregnant. All oh, right, OK, yeah. I'm Get on pregnant. Getting on with the plot. Fuck it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, straight in. Oh, remember that sex we had the other night with the sharks all around us? I do remember that. Turns forget? out it was quite, you know, quite productive. What what is it? Is it a girl or a boy? Because I promised the girl to uh to the <laughs> witch to the witch up the road. What? But so it better oh, be nothing, a boy. Nothing. It better, <laughs> it better be a boy with an undetachable penis. 
<laughs> yeah, because uh, turns out that witch, that witch up the road, has got a very fluid idea of what girl means. <laughs> 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 so she's really, really flexible about it. <laughs> Henry's eyes widen. He shouts with joy. He picks his wife up and spins her around. Not by one leg. <laughs> that's a girl. That'll teach you to get pregnant. You slut. Oh, my God. yours. Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. So, uh, I just assumed that shark got you, knocked you up. <laughs> I didn't have a shark. No. All right, so... um. He's really happy. He picks his wife up and swings her around by her foot. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He places her back down on the ground. He places her back down on the ground. <laughs> yeah, but he leaves her leg up in the air. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. With sudden decisiveness, he goes to the fireplace and removes the loose brick. I forgot about the loose the brick. The house falls down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, fucking hell. Oh, no. <laughs> it turned out it was a load-bearing brick. Mm. <laughs> So anyway, sudden decisiveness goes to the fireplace, removes the loose brick. At the end of every market day, we shall place a coin in here. So he's say going to save money. He places a coin in there now. Right. When the baby is born, it will have everything it needs, assuming it needs like <laughs> a lot of a lot of coins Sorry, and about no 280 brick. coins. Yeah, that's what it wants. <laughs> I love like, that. Don't if this kids. baby's born and all it wants is 280 coins. We'll be set. <laughs> is that right? Is that right? It's a, it's a three it's, six. That's more like that's why it's that's just a, under two hundred. Took a long longer in when the old days of a baby, didn't it? Yeah, that's no, bad. Okay, nine months times three days, two hundred seventy. Yeah, it was about right. pretty close. Pretty close, mate. Well done. Uh, a little bit late. Well, she's probably she's probably she's already. Some days have so have, have, have thirty one. Some days have thirty one months. <laughs> in the months Absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some days have thirty one. months. <laughs> Oh, yeah, some days. <laughs> not, not many of them. I mean, no, none that I can think of. None uh, of them. Yeah, well, probably, probably. Yeah. Like, lots of them do. And if you ask them. Well, days in space are a lot longer, aren't they? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they might. That's why all those monkeys keep burying the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Mundo. And no one can deny that. <laughs> I mean, no one... <laughs> no one can say that it's not true that because because days in space are longer, <laughs> monkeys are always burying the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. That, that's true. It got away with me a bit, that. <laughs> Henry returns to his wife and holds her... Holds her what? <laughs> Boobs. <laughs> noise. <laughs> noise. Not noise. At the end of every day, I'm going to put your boob behind this brick. <laughs> Why? Because the baby's going to want it when it's born. That's yeah. true, right? It's going to need milk more than it's going to need money. Yeah, so we're going to keep your boobs behind a brick. Babies can't sack money, can they? No. So I'm going to put one of your boobs behind this brick every day. Yeah. And so when the baby's born, it'll have 270 <laughs> boobs. <laughs> well, I think that's how boobs work. <laughs> better be. <laughs> What? It better be us. This is a divorce. (laughs) So, Elizabeth is pregnant. Oh, happy day. Yes. And somebody's going to be very happy about that, aren't they? Yeah, Elizabeth and Henry, probably. Well, I'm thinking of somebody else. Somebody who who else would be happy about that? Dark hair and a pointy hat. (laughs) (laughs) And a broom and flies to space. I can can almost hear her sharpening her scissors. (laughs) Oh, no. 
Oh, my yeah. God. She's like, oh, no. lovely. Oh, no, but maybe this one will be a girl and therefore she won't have to cut any bits <laughs> off it, right? Yes. <laughs> All right, let's see what happens next. Let's. Cut to POV Witch, Fable Cottage. From the study window, she watches Mrs. Fox arrive on foot. Oh, my God. Mrs. Fox has gone back after six terrified years. And she's like, oh, I suppose I can go back today. Yeah. And the witch is there watching it. Yeah. Waiting for her. Waving and shit. <laughs> yeah. Tapping, oh, banging holding, really hard on the window. Holding she spiders. Sees. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 pointing at the spiders and grinning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then to her mouth. Yeah, spider's <laughs> mouth. Uh... Yeah, doing spider hands coming out of her mouth, yeah. Yeah, they're not holding up a baby and cutting his penis <laughs> off out of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cut to interior fable cottage. Elizabeth, Henry, and Mrs. Fox are sat around the fire. Oh, because she's a midwife now, right? Yeah, that's yeah. why, and that's why she was there last time. Yeah, I, forgot, yeah. I forgot that oh. because she's been a maid, and then she's then she, she was in her mother's footsteps, and then she becomes a midwife, mm. and then in the future she'll become a a, a, a landlady of yeah. a pub, right? So it's, I'm just forgetting how many jobs. Yeah, she's I mean, got. completely. I think blowing the stereotype uh, from of the past of women not having jobs. She's had three. She's had three. <laughs> she's, she's about all the jobs. Yeah, and if she's the landlady, she also owns and runs yes. a business. Owns her own business. Yeah. Well, Mr. Fox. Oh yeah, yeah, the Raven. Yeah, yeah. He owns the business. Yeah. She just works for the for the she Raven. Works for him. Yeah. yeah, she works as for a, a chair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, yeah, she's taking back. His chair. You know, equal rights is so so far gone that, like, you know, a, a bird is allowed to own a pub and a woman, a woman isn't. isn't. Mm. Yeah, the best job she can get is the bird's chair. Before I go, I have to warn you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, she's going to warn them. That's going to go down well, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, there's a witch over there who wants to <laughs> steal and kill your baby. <laughs> No, it's just... Steal your baby and kill, kill you. you. Yeah, with with spiders. Yeah. Don't drink or eat anything ever. <laughs> yeah. Don't drink any spiders. <laughs> if a witch turns up and offers you some spiders for dinner... <laughs> a cup of spiders? Say, no, thank you very much. I've had enough spiders today, thank you. Yeah. We don't want to get fat. All right. Or dead. <laughs> <laughs> or, or both. Mrs. Fox says, oh, sir, sir, before I go, I have to warn you. Be wary of her. Mm. Mrs. Fox casts a glance in the direction of the chase. Be wary of her. She is not right. Elizabeth and Henry exchange confused looks. Well, good day to you both, sirs. Yeah, well, actually, sir, good eye, good eye. Hold on a second here, my old cabba. <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to maybe be a bit more specific than about her not being right? No, I, I'm going to warn. I want to give you a very, right? a very clear warning. All it's right? not very clear. No, though. I'm going to give you a very clear warning. Okay, here it comes. Are you ready? I'm all very right, ready. All right. Watch her, boy. I'm going to hurry. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Flame flanging in hell. Flaming it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, good day to you both. Mrs. Fox exits. Henry closes the door and looks at Elizabeth. And he says something like, uh, well, whatever do you think she meant by that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Probably just our superstition. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's probably nothing. Don't worry about it. Okay, I'm going to have a baby girl. Here it comes. Okay, I've had a baby girl. Oh, where's she gone? Yeah. Well, Hello, it's me, the witch. Would you like my spider cup? <laughs> have a cup of spiders. <laughs> where's your child's penis? <laughs> Now you see it, now you don't. I brought you a celebratory spider wine. Would you like to see a magic trick? <laughs> Do you have a child's penis I could borrow? <laughs> Where's it what? gone? Nobody knows. 
That's it's in your yes. it's in your pocket. Okay, okay, I've got another magic trick for you. Firstly, drink this spider wine. Okay, Henry and Elizabeth have disappeared. Where have they gone? Nobody knows. <laughs> Kicking them under the bed. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> Exterior, Fable Cottage. Mrs. Fox wraps her coat more tightly around her. A twig snaps amongst the bushes, which causes her to jump. <laughs> That's what she does. Ah, yeah. okay. I'm imagining her like leaping about yeah. ten meters in the air, like, just straight up right, yeah. in surprise. I'm not. I'm imagining it's some kind of like continuous thing, and it's like once the twig snaps, she's just <laughs> she's just, just jumping, jumping. La, 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 continually until someone fixes the twig. <laughs> She looks at the bushes, but can make nothing out. She starts her journey home, moving quickly. As she goes, we see a face amongst the bushes. It is Catskin. Ah, Rufus and Howard see a face in the bushes. It, <laughs> it is, is Catskin. Cat there is something in the bushes. It is a face. The face belongs to a person. It is no, no, Catskin. There is something in the something. Yeah. It is the bushes, yeah. and the other it is, yeah. is a face. Yeah. <laughs> the face is on something. It is a head. The head belongs to a person. It is Catskin. Catskin hasn't got something. <laughs> so Mrs. Fox has given them a stark warning. She said, do not, do not trust that woman next door. She's a wrong un. Mm. But hey. They're new people in this town, and if there's one person they know they can trust, yeah, who's it's that? the man who brought them here in the first place. <sighs> the guy who found them this wonderful house in this beautiful town, Mr. Tartooth Grieg. Everyone trusts him. He's a lovely man. Good yeah, game, yeah, it's good, good game, game. Good game, game. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, next scene. Cut to interior bedroom, Fable Cottage, morning. Henry and Elizabeth are in bed, dozing, when there is a banging at the front door. Henry emerges from the bedroom, opens the front door. Tartooth is outside, smoking <laughs> a pipe. He smiles a tarry smile at Henry. You right there. I'm Tartooth. Mr. Grieg. Mr. Grieg, so this must be Tartooth Grieg then. Mm. Mr. Grieg. Good morning, Henry. I do hope I didn't wake you. Only your landlady, my employer, Lady Valen, is of the understanding that your dear wife is with child and wished me to send her congratulations and to give you this crab... No, sorry... <laughs> Crib. I, I mispronounced it. I, look, I saw the wrong vowel. She doesn't want me to give you a crab. That would be uh, that'd be strange, wouldn't it? Yes. And she asked me to give you this crib full of crabs. This crib full of crabs and spiders. <laughs> no, 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 no. She didn't. She didn't say that. That's it, Bruce Forsyth. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Going, she asked me to give you a, his card and ask you if you think it's going to be higher or lower. <laughs> <laughs> Done the one before, do you think? Yes, okay. Uh, now, she asked me to give you this crib, which she hopes may be of some use to you. Mr. Grieg gestures to a beautifully crafted and finely painted crib full of crabs that sits... <laughs> made of gold. <laughs> full of diamond-encrusted crabs. <laughs> Mr. Grieg gestures to a beautifully crafted and finely painted crib that sits behind him. Henry's eyes light up. Ooh, magic. 
Elizabeth comes from the bedroom. Who is it, Henry? It's Mr. Greig. He brings a gift from Lady Fallon. Will you come inside, Mr. Greig? Uh, yeah. uh, good game, good game. All right. <laughs> I thank you, but alas, no. I am a very busy man and I'm required elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I've got some very creepy things to be doing in the town. Mm-hmm. I've got to, uh, I've got to ask Andrea to give us a twirl. <laughs> <laughs> she might be called Anthea, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it was an A. Mm-hmm. Started with A, ended in A name, so it could have been Alan. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Pretty sure, pretty sure it was a name that started with A, so it might have been Alan. <laughs> give us a twirl. Alan. <laughs> that might have been a name. Oh! <laughs> and then I've got, to, I've got to turn around a lot of big playing cards. <laughs> so out of date. These references are so out of date. Who's going to get that? I've got, to go, I've got to go and turn around some big playing cards. Who's going to understand that? Especially with my terrible Bruce Forsyth impression. Oh, We're doing brilliant. a show that's listened to by people all over the world, oh. right? All over the world. And mm. I'm referencing British game shows from the 70s and 80s with Bruce Forsyth. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't care. even do Strictly because I don't watch it. So I've got no, <laughs> I, I no idea what they do on that, so no. I don't know what it is. I've got to do... But I've seen play your cards right a couple of times, so I know he's got big cards on it. I remember him turning them. Like, his job was to turn them round. Well, play your cards right is more interesting than strictly come down. Yeah, it was right. He's got yeah. those big playing cards on it. Ginormous. All right. Well, let's explain it to our international or young listeners. Back in the eighties, and I think probably earlier than that as well, mm. there was a game show on British TV which was introduced by Bruce Forsyth, who you might know from Strictly Come Dancing. Mm. All right, and it was. Uh, basically, play, ma- called play your cards right. Play your cards right. The main the main activity was you'd have to guess whether the next card was going to be higher or lower a number than the one before. So you know if they turn around a two, then you're like brilliant higher, right? Yeah. But if they turn around a seven, you're in trouble, more difficult. Right? Still, a, this is still a game. Is it mm, not 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 a game show? But I mean, it's still a game. It's, it's still oh, yeah, played yeah. in like um um like casinos and things like okay. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, and the the exciting thing about it was that Brucey would get the audience to join in. Mm. So, like, what do you think, audience? And they'd be like, higher, higher or lower. lower? Yeah, yeah. And then they'd have to choose, and uh, that's the end of that story. Brilliant. What a great show. Um, <laughs> yeah, TV is so rubbish these days. <laughs> In this, in the seventies and eighties, it was brilliant because, like, you could spend half an hour watching a show that was just about turning big cards around. Yeah, and and, and you it, were you were happy, weren't you? Yeah, you, you were happy. Were. It was exciting. <laughs> you didn't know what was going to be on the other side of that card, <laughs> that big card. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you did. You could <laughs> you could narrow it down to like thirteen possibilities or whatever. <laughs> Twelve. Oh no, no, thirteen. Right. So farewell, my friends. Farewell. Goodbye, Mr. Grieg, and thank you. And please thank Lady Valen on our behalf. Elizabeth is still sobbing with joy. She's really upset about this uh, mm. about this crib. It's the nicest thing she's ever seen. Well, it's made of gold and got loads of diamond crabs I've never seen so many diamond crabs. I'm so happy. Yeah, Henry, Elizabeth is very happy and says goodbye and thank you, but she's crying like a woman at the moment. You'll have to excuse her. She's never... She's Like, if you... If you can hear through the snot, she's basically she's saying, I've never seen so many diamond crabs. <laughs> uh, she's really pleased. She's always wanted a, like, a diamond crab farm of her own. Yeah. <laughs> now, now she's got one. Yeah. Grieg goes and Henry closes the door. He turns to his wife, who is now knelt and stroking the crib. Mm. He smiles at her. <laughs> she looks up through her tears and smiles back. 
it's perfect. I'm so happy. What is just that they all turn Birmingham eventually? <laughs> all that blokes. It's perfect. I'm so happy. <laughs> so Birmingham. <laughs> her admission of happiness only makes her cry all the harder. Mm. <laughs> That's what she made. <laughs> And Henry cannot help but laugh. <laughs> ah, you stupid crying, you stupid crying woman. <laughs> you fucking useless. <laughs> it's just a fucking crib. I mean, what the fuck's wrong with you? Someone bring some idiots at Bruce Forsyth brings us a crib, and you start crying. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What will happen to Henry and Elizabeth's baby's penis? Will it get cut off by a witch? And if so, can he put it under his pillow and get 20p for it from the penis fairy? Find out next week on the Worst Writer in the World! Worst Writer in the World! Worst Writer in the World! Worst Writer in the Thanks for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. And thanks to everyone who entered our art challenge this week, namely Erin Husband, Hooray! James Wheelwright Hooray! and Rose Parsons. Hooray. Oh, I bet you're really disappointed now, aren't you? Because you're thinking, oh, it's over, I can't enter. And I really wanted to draw a picture of like that baby with no penis. Yeah, right? gagging well, to draw that. Well, hey, everybody, don't worry. We've decided that we can't be bothered to judge it at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're extending it for another week. Hooray! So you can still enter. Just send us your Rapunzel fan art. Don't draw the baby. <laughs> yeah, just draw the penis. We don't need the baby, but that's boring. <laughs> yeah, we've got the baby. He's missing something. <laughs> if you'd like to hear the extended version of this episode in which we talk about all the art that we got sent and loads of other exciting things about the episode too, then you can get that by going to patreon.com forward slash manbycow and donating as little as $2 a month. Oh, so cheap. So cheap. And you get loads of other stuff as well and you help support us to keep making this free show thanks for listening and don't forget to send us your plot so far see you next week bye he's a stupid suck ass rubbish writer